Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Sorry. There's now, a burp. Is that the first? It's my Jaffa Gate burp. But... Well, that's a Jaffa Gate burp, followed by some heartburn episodes, and then the coffee and will the start. And the coffee will start, yeah. yeah. And then I might start yawning. You were, you were angry earlier on this week, or maybe last week, about the notions of risk and about scientists and their stupid risk calculations. Was I? Yes, you were. And then I saw today in the Daily Mail, page 12, so there's in, in the open schools, uh, you know, pressure groups, there's a big deal because schools in Scotland are going to reopen on February the 22nd, a good two weeks before England have even mooted the school opening, which is March the 8th. Page 12 in the mail who are both desperate for schools to reopen and also desperate for everyone to stay at home and not go anywhere. Um, well, their readers are literally all in the high-risk category, although most of them have now been vaccinated. So they might start coming well, the back. The Daily has to tre- tread a very fine line between being the, the newspaper of probably, like, mad shielders and also... Anti-vaxxers. Anti-vaxxers and, and really hawkish people. So they've got... They, That's because well, everyone reads the Daily Mail. Uh, but everyone receives what they want to see, right? So Miss so Nicola Sturgeon said, we are determined to get our children back to normal schooling, da-da-da-da. And then... Um, sorry, one second, one second, one second. Uh, the government's scientific advisors said schools might not even be able to open safely in March. Experts say cases must fall to extremely low levels, around 2,000 a day, before children can go back and warned... This could take months. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that obviously made me quite angry that um, this notion that of, of, of this ridiculous notion of safety and risk, and it made me think because you were talking about it last week. Do, do you know what's going to happen when children go back to schools? When children go back to schools, some of them are going to get hit by cars and die. That is what's go- that is what's going to happen mm-hmm. when the schools open up again. All sorts of other terrible things are going to happen again because the schools have opened. They're going to catch nasty tummy bugs. Uh, they are going to aforementionedly get hit by cars. They are going to be bullied at school. All sorts of ghastly things are going to happen when they open the schools again. Mm-hmm. But that is a managed risk. Okay, I'm not being very funny about this, but I was wondering if there is a column to be done about the stupidness of no risk situations. Uh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's good to warm up because you get the lips moving. I, I did do a thing on Tuesday. That's I don't know my if that's talking what, for the podcast. Then. I don't know if that's what you're talking about. That's all both of us having slight hangovers and stuff. I don't. I'm, I'm dimly aware there's. It's all right. I feel there. fine. What do you mean? I feel fine. No. I, I was perfectly lucid and erudite just then. Uh, was I not meant? What I, I explained my point. Ben th- agrees with me, and thing- he's not scared of me at all. The thing that I, uh, the thing that I wrote about last week, or the, briefly in a, or this week in, 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 in a notebook, was about the fact that flu is down to zero percent. Yeah. Oh, so, right. so what the column was was saying flu is down to zero percent. No one's got flu. Marvelous. Everyone got locked up and they didn't get flu. Also, accident deaths on the road are down. Accidents in the workplace. Oh, wait, that's what. Yeah. Pre- yes, I know, you, and you claim not to Sorry. be hungover, but what you've done is just quote back the premise for a column that I wrote a couple of days ago. Yeah, but I didn't read it. It's you not something I you said you had read it. No, but I said it with my face on that was like clearly like I, I haven't read it. It was a coincidence you've managed to come up with the idea that it was. But anyway, <laughs> so, and, but my point was, and it wasn't meant to be an anti-COVID lockdown. I don't want to be an, I don't want to be a Lawrence Fox. I don't want to be no, an, no, no, no. an anti-lockdown person. But, it, but, the, but the, I was just saying, oh, yeah, locking us down has made flu go away. Uh, doctor said, it's, one, 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 one bloke uh, about to speak in column teeth. One chief boffin of yeah. university epidemiology, whatever, said... Um, it's all but wiped out the flu vaccine. It's almost dangerous because they haven't got enough cases to build a vaccine. For next year. For next year. Yeah. Uh, well, so I said it almost wiped out the flu vaccine. Almost wiped out the flu virus. Mm-hmm. So they, 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 And then we, you and I were talking, weren't we, about how, hang about, no kids will have got measles this year. Yeah. Uh, so are we going to have this down the line? But, you know, are we punting into the distance, you know, and a lack of immunity to other things? But, I, but my, the point that I drawn was, yes, flu is down to zero. COVID is declining a bit. Flu is down to zero. Accidents on the road, very low. Accidents in the workplace, obviously, death in the work, very low. Oh, what have we learned here? If everybody stays indoors forever, mm. there's nothing you can really die of. So what do we do? Where do we go from here? The problem is, is the point could be taken to mean... I'm anti-lockdown, which I which I don't which really. Which is a boring position. No one. Wants which to is a that, boring yeah. position to take, and, and who has an opinion? I mean, who, who, I think I think to be it's just it's rubbish. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a, <laughs> okay. Fine. Sorry, sorry. I, that was just because I hadn't um, read your read your uh, column. Okay, I've got another idea for you. It's quite good. This one, I quite like this one. Daily Mail, page twenty-two today. Now Labour looks to Union Jack and dressing smartly to win back voters. Did you see this piece? No. Labour must brandish the Union Jack and dress smartly if it, if it is to win back the trust of the voters lost during the Corbyn years, says a leaked says strategy document. It's, it's, Labour must wear the Union Jack and dress smartly, says Nick Griffin. Says <laughs> <laughs> Richard Littlejohn. So what's the document? They've surveyed people and they think that Labour needs right. to... Research has found that voters could not decide what or who Labour stands for. Da-da-da, presenting the, the strategy last month, Labour's head of research said voters were confused about what we stand for and what our purpose is, but also who we represent. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Um, bloody, bloody, blah. Okay, so, so an ex-Labour voter from Grimsby. Ex-Labour. An ex-Labour voter from Grimsby. Is that like an ex-parrot? Or is that like now he votes Lib Dem? Well, he's, in the Times, we'd say a former Labour voter. Yes. You're only allowed to put X in front of wife. Uh, what does he Labour say, this, this fascinating a former... former Labour voter from Grimsby... From Grimsby? ...said... What does Grimsby sound like? Is it a bit like Geordie? Yeah. Uh, said, they are the voice of the students. They have left real people, taxpayers, behind. Because students don't pay taxes, of course, on goods So they need Union Jack... Well, Keir's smartly dressed, isn't he? That's the whole thing with him, big shiny shoes and a parting. That's, broad, that's broadly shoes. what it is. That's what Keir Starmer has to offer. Exactly. Well, he's not communicating his big shiny shoes enough. And really a Union Jack. I don't understand Boris where. Johnson, Do they want him to wear Union Bo- Jack Boris waistcoat? Johnson is all... <laughs> like Tim Brooke Taylor <laughs> in the goodies. <laughs> like a 
He could wear a, but it's plastic, a plastic. Right? That's what Keir needs: a plastic Union Jack pork pie hat. Um, but Boris but he, Johnson never ever passes up an opportunity to be standing next to or near, possibly not wearing. But because he's in Downing Street and he has those two flags. But so the point that yes, but we know this. This is the point. This it's the Brexit point. They 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 they've got the red wall. They need to they need to be more. They need to embrace Brexit. They need to. He's just saying they need to be patriotic. I mean that's what does it say? What's the headline? No, but other recommendations for the Labour Party. Well, then maybe you have to remember that I've done. Well, no, it's a while ago when Keir took over the thing about the Jews, how to make the Labour Party more Jewish. Remember? Yeah, that's different from how from like my suggestions. It's, from the it's Labour quite the Party. opposite, really. This isn't it? What? Uh, how to make it more NF? No. How do, what do you mean the Union Jack is an NF? The new Union Jack has not been a symbol of neo-fascism for a long time. That's like 80s. That's like the Adrian Mole. Okay, so... so When Barry... Um, Barry, whatever his I haven't name. read any Adrian Mole. What? So now Labour looks oh. to Union Jack and dressing smartly to, to win, win back, back votes. I mean, it's a great headline. Basically, what they're saying is they, they, took, a, they, they took a poll... And people in Grimsby said, people in Grimsby said, yeah. said, can you please wear a suit? Oh, there was in a thing Grimsby about... where they all just wear white smocks with fish cups all over them. <laughs> well, actually, this is the fish. That's what they yeah. do there. there are so many things to poke fun of, fun at here. Not, not really. And you don't have to be nasty about, to or about or even make fun of Kira at all. You can leave Kira out of it. But Boris dresses badly, doesn't he? And, and is prime minister. Uh, and doesn't have much to offer, and no one knows especially what he stands for. And he is mostly seen in a beanie hat and old swimming trunks, jogging okay, in running. Buckingham Palace Gardens, or the, his hair is messy and they complain about it. I think the Labour Party is just fucked, and it doesn't really matter what they wear or what kind of flags they have. Oh, we'll write that then. I think we should talk about booze first mm-hmm. um, because uh, it's not that last week I went to a hangover and I sometimes do say that, but this, not, so it's basically, do you know, in, in, in January, booze consumption was up by 234 million pounds. No, that was just in our house. <laughs> there you go, exactly. <laughs> it was up by a third year on year. So... This was during dry January. We, alcohol, okay, so I won't, there's, there's a, yeah, there's a downside. There's an alcohol debt hit record high, so we won't talk about that because that's a bit depressing. Um, dry, but dry January sales up by 234 million. Britain spent an extra 234 million on alcohol last month in an apparent snub to dry January, which they, <laughs> which they capitalized as if it were a person. Yeah, exactly. Like that January Jones. Yeah, exactly. It's um, a direct snub and, and, to January. In, in, in male language, everything has to be a snub. In and outright, the yeah. door was slammed in the face of dry January. <laughs> Shoppers stuck at home spent close to a third more on beer, wine and spirits at the supermarket, just to remind you what booze is, compared to the same month last year. The jump was significantly higher than blah, blah. So, and, and it's basically, lots of people I know, they weren't doing dry January, but people have been doing, not, oh, we're not drinking in the week. Right. Basically everyone. And, I and the, week, is, the week is defined as Wednesday. Well, no, it's not. No, 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 no. That is for us. The people are not drinking in the week. People are not drinking Monday, Monday through Friday, and uh, apart from us. And... Uh, I, I sort of thought, apropos of the conversation we had yesterday, I mean, I drank far too much yesterday. It's basically, there's no, I, I'm going to say hurrah for drinking. There's all there is to do. Oh, Booze yeah. is up. Giving up is just, well, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just why. So last night I was, 
you know, as as we as you made a couple of cocktails, what were they last night? A couple of Fitzgeralds. Fitzgeralds. We've, we've literally yeah. drunk every other kind of possible cocktail. And mm. I'm starting had... having to make them up and put sort of soy sauce in. Yeah, and we, we uh, beans. It's uh, <laughs> our, our, our disgusting rhubarb uh, gimlet. That's really. not. That's oh no, that was horrid, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it, the rhubarb syrup thing. That it I had booze and it was fine, but the point was, it was I've basically had a hangover. I've got one now. I've had one every day for about ten days, and and. But the thing I was saying last night as I poured myself a drink and vaguely cheered up for the evening was yeah. this is as good as I need to feel for this shit. So normally, we're quite good about drinking. Normally, I try not to drink in the week or, 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 or have one drink in the week. Do- there's no point now. The only good thing... Things have got so bad now. Yeah. People have stopped saying, how are you in the street? Because we know the answer. You know, everything is... There is so little hope. We're almost certainly not going to have summer holidays away. Restaurants and bars aren't going to really reopen ever in the way that we knew. Live music parties that, that's basically over masks on public public transport forever it's not we're not going to go back to, to normal we're going to be running shy of diseases now for the next 700 years so we now that's what everyone sort of realized oh my god it's not just going to pass this is ba- it basically forever maybe the kids will go back to school might as well be drunk all the reasons for being sober have gone for, for you know at my age for keeping my skin relatively sort of lucid not lucid i you know shiny translucent, uh, translucent whatever it's uh, to keep my sort of my eyes slightly less baggy i haven't put a shirt on for a year i slouch around in hangover clothes anyway i don't really do anything or go anywhere we, i get up and do a bit of work and then have a bath and sort of lie there scratching my balls all afternoon eating jaffa cakes <laughs> why why wouldn't i get absolutely twatted in the evening yeah. and we get in such a good mood in the evening yes we're miserable all day because we're hungover and can't get a grip on anything and can't see it you know with a hangover you, when you've got a hangover you can't see the point of anything. You don't want to start anything because when will it finish? You dread everything, which you do anyway in this awful lockdown, regardless of whether you've got a hangover. The days are going to be shit and long and pointless and painful anyway. Why not get bollocks in the evening and wake up in the morning and be a hangover? And so I think I think that's a, that's a key thing. That's an interesting thing, isn't it? Yeah, no, no, no great, all fun. I mean, every writing about alcohol is always very popular. I don't need to look good and feel good. There's no point. It's a waste to wake up looking fantastic. Yeah. Like you're worried about getting fat. Who cares? Mm. Wake up, wake up, and be, you know, wake up, eleven and a half stone of ripped muscle with bright eyes, full <laughs> of ideas, and then sit on the fucking sofa for the whole day yeah. on your own. No yeah. point. National duty. As much as the Labour Party should be wearing uh, suits and, and, and Union Jacks, they should also be pie-eyed the whole time. Booze's charter. Yeah, go for it. The, the yeah. Depression was when everybody drank, wasn't it? Was the it? 1930s, when all these cocktails were drinking were invented in the Depression. Oh my God, right. To, uh, you, you did know that. I didn't know that cocktails were something to do with the Depression. Did you not? I thought cocktails were something to do with the... Don't get that bit out or people will think... With the, where, I don't where, care if people you? think I'm stupid. I, li- I literally don't care. They were, do with, not care. They were designed to conceal the flavour of bathtub gin. Oh. Yeah, so that, that's, that's what Ben's most of those cocktails were. That's why... He's 12 years old and he knows more know, about this it, than me. It's fine. He doesn't drink as much as you do. I'm sure you knew it somewhere in the dark recesses. There'll be more from Esther and me in our kitchen after a short interlude. But to find out what I wrote about in the end, why not pick up a subscription to The Times and The Sunday Times and enjoy one month absolutely free? Just search thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corrin has no idea. I've been promised that this will take you to an amazing offer rather than just a website created by Ben randomly containing all my broadcasting mistakes. Although I'm sure that exists somewhere, it's just going to be up to you to find it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I wondered if you should go back and try and do the, 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 the booze conversation better. What do you mean? You want to go back and do a, do, do, do a spontaneous well, I don't think conversation? think we did anything. Look, was it usable, the booze thing? Yeah. Of course, okay. if you've got something more to add to it, then let's let's talk about the booze it thing. It just says, just, there's this bit might be useful in the booze thing. Okay. It, it says, um, uh, da, da, da. Dr. Campbell, who is he? You Dr. just went da-da-da. You accused me of saying da-da-da too much, and then yeah, you said da-da-da. Of course it's off you. Couples who go da-da-da-da-da <laughs> obviously hate each other. Addiction <laughs> specialist Dr. Niall Campbell at the Priory Group's Roehampton Hospital in South West London said, alcohol sales soared under lockdown, so, and and da-da-da-da. For drinkers, quote, a starting time, said Dr. Campbell, of 6pm for opening a bottle of wine had become 5pm, then 4pm, 3pm, then lunchtime with people drinking throughout the afternoon. I want to go around his house. Yeah. That sounds great because we do manage to leave it till 6pm, don't we? We, man- we leave it until 6pm, exactly. We do. So, so OK, all right. So let's, you're clearly not done with this alcohol conversation. So let's talk about it more. How could you make it into a really great con? Just, I, it would be the doom column, which I haven't really done. It's all over. It's finished. Nothing is going back. This is it. This is life. Um, there is not. There are not going to be parties again. There is not going to be foreign travel. We accept that. We're not. No one's going on holiday again. The theatre is over. They're all going to be repurposed into vaccination centres. There's never going to. No one's ever going to. The, you know, when, the O2 centre is just going to be a place you go for a jab for the yep. fucking Macedonian variant mm-hmm. in 38 years' time. There's not going to be any concert anymore there's going to be no Glastonbury there's going to be none of that because nobody's going to be going to football matches sport will die out we'll return to some state of basically the stone age so we might as well be bladdered that all the reasons for not being drunk all the time humanity was drunk quite a lot for, for a long time for various different reasons and then drank, drank more and then at times like the, the depression and the war people drank more and drank harder now all these all the reasons I, I gave up once for six months it was all marvellous it made me so ambitious and able to do things and stuff you know and make you know your libido comes back and you're uh, but no one's going to be why who needs a libido when you don't meet anybody you don't who needs who needs to look good who needs to feel good who needs ambition when there's Nothing, nothing to be ambitious about. We're not going anywhere. The economy's going to shrink. Everyone's going to die. Let's just be drunk. So, and, and then uh, talk about our... our we, we had a thing where, in, 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 until recently, it was, I will get absolutely hammered on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. And the rest of the week, just drink a bit. But yesterday, I just got... I ended up, it was what? It was a Tuesday? With the podcast coming on the Wednesday, when I normally I would hope to be in some sort of form, and blatantly not now. Um, and we started off with cocktails. You made those Fitzgeralds, which were made of what? Gin and lemon and Angostura bitters and dash. Delicious. Served in, so a, served in a... They in weren't a, particularly strong. So shaken and served in a coupe. No, but I had two of them. They were mm-hmm. strong. You could taste the gin. Then I can remember, you said, you felt I fancy a, a delicious uh, white wine yeah. uh, with, with dinner. And you so we opened a lovely bottle of uh, Portuguese white wine, drank a glass each. Then I noticed that the dinner was, what was it? I've forgotten. Uh, pork and fennel meatballs. 
with sort of tomato, which to me said Pinot Noir. So I opened a Pinot Noir and drank the Pinot Noir and then came back to the white and finished that off. And by the end, we drunk two bottles of wine and two cocktails. And, yes, no, you And then drank. I had one before bed. You made me, but while you were pouring me a chamomile, making me a chamomile tea, I yeah. always have one last glass of white wine. Right. No wonder you feel terrible. Yeah. Um, okay. So, but it, it seems to me, you, you, so you want, you want to sort of expand on this, on this column idea and that's great, but I'm not, but it seems to me like it's done. I don't see how, how I can really um, add to that. I think that all your ideas about, I think you're kind of catastrophizing about what the, the terrible things that are going to happen to the world. I think that's good. And I think I think you can go so far that it will actually be funny. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the repurposing of the theatres into vaccination centres. Re- I mean, look, it says alcohol deaths. I mean, it's not fun. Alcohol deaths hit record high. You've got to die of something. Right. When yeah. you're locked up in your house, not for taking any risks and doing anything else. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, are you... Are you happy with, with, with that conversation? I don't know, no, not really. No, okay, fine. Are you going to be happy with anything today? I don't know. Test cricket. Oh, God. Right. Right. Okay. No, uh, no, 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 no. I no, love I, it when you write about cricket. I, I can... Okay, look. It's Well, this is the whole point, Okay. England's four-match series against India is going to be on Channel Four. Okay, so it's the first; it'll be the first time that uh, cricket, Test match cricket, has been on terrestrial television since two thousand and five. Yeah, I remember it. I and remember do you remember that the summer, one in two thousand and five? Yeah. Can you remember the people who played in it? Uh, I feel like I feel like is Sachin Tendulkar a cricketer? Not in the Ashes. He's a, he's a yes, he's a, well, we've got a quite long way to go. Or is he a musician? No, Sachin Tendulkar is the greatest batsman that's ever been. Who's the one they call the little, the, the little the, master. The yeah, little master. Tendulkar, is that him? Irrelevant. But well, although, why is he irrelevant? Well, he's not. He's the greatest player there's ever been. But in 2005, it was the Ashes. That was Freddie Flintoff and Michael Vaughan and Ricky Ponting. You don't remember that. Yeah, okay, we're going to struggle here. But still, look, my point is, is that Test cricket is coming back after 16 years away. And everyone has said that the reason cricket's been in decline and popularity is falling away, not just because it's not really been, playing in, being played in schools, but it's not been on terrestrial television. Okay. And I think it's the first time in 16 years it's been on television. People would have forgotten what it is. Do you know what? I remember, I actually remember when I was probably I love, yes, 2003 or two. 2004 going to a park where they were playing the ashes on a big screen when it was on channel four it was a national event and is your column going to be explaining the rules of cricket yes fine um so people have forgotten what it is so i explain what it is I explain what cricket is. Are you is. going to make it sound like Calvin Ball? Well, I'm not, because I'm not going to do the crappy old jokes about the six ball maiden over, which they do, which is rubbish. Right. There is a whole sort of like, there's a, there's a kind of tea towel humour thing with cricket, where, uh, you know, when, when one side's in, the others go out, and then if you're out, they're in, and all that, which is not funny. Um, I thought it'd be fun to explain. I don't know things. Are, why, do, the, the, why do people wear long? Why do they wear long trousers? And why do we play against uh, it's this weird sport that's only played by Australia, India, Pakistan, and New Zealand and South Africa? That's a great column. And we don't play against France and stuff. I can't see... I mean, it, When does it start? On, on Channel 4? Friday. On Friday? Yes. This Friday? This Friday. Great. Well, that's perfect. That's great timing as well. Yeah, you, you kind of... You rejected it so hard, so early. Boring. That I, it does make me... Um, but So the thing would like be... Like I said, Giles, if you just want to deliver a lecture, I can get Big Bunny. Mm. I can get Big Bunny from Sam's bedroom. He's only a little bit smaller than me. Big Bunny can sit in the chair and you can just talk at Big Bunny. Would you rather he that? He probably knows that... Cocktails were invented in the Depression. <laughs> but he probably remembers his first sidecar. Listen, if I was cleverer than you and you'd need a more... fucking cocktail being Sam's bunny, wouldn't you? Oh, Big Bunny. <laughs> big Bunny has a has a He's got a drink problem. He's, He's always <laughs> just prostrate on the bed. 
His ears all over the place. Paws um, everywhere. Uh, no, that's good. And there's lots of fun. I, I know you don't want to do maiden overs and googlies. And that's the main thing is to not do maiden overs do and googlies. But you, but you can also, a lot of your, that, that is square on your demographic. I think Cricket so. Cricket watchers with their bacon and egg ties in their bloody Marks and Spencer so campers. That is the main thing with, with, you know, the, the main thing with cricket is that they're, you know, they're, why cricket is perfect for now? Because it goes on all day. Right. Cricket was for a time mm. when there wasn't much to do. Largely the upper classes or people in the country. It's largely a rural and posh sport. It's not really an urban working class sport. There's football, obviously, but rural, rural workers, and uh, which is why it's big in... Well, in the coal mining areas as well, and that's not... But anyway, blah, 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 blah. Back when people had more time, right. cricket, test match cricket works. Now people have more time again. So what could be better than a game which is on all day, yeah. and you stop for lunch, and you stop for tea, and then I want to explain about, you know, the fact that it's a game where people... Oh, look, they wear long trousers. They're long trousers and jumpers and proper shoes, uh, and why that is. Football's an hour and a half. You can squeeze it in among all your other hectic things that you have to do. Yes, exactly. Uh, you know, and then one, not one day cricket. It's all about, and football What's is, it called? 2020 Football's cricket. all about just bad faith and, 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 and cheating and... Swearing. And, and snark and racism, swearing and yeah. racism. And which we don't really want anymore. No. You don't watch on the TV and it's, there's no crowds and it's pointless. But cricket, which is just relaxing, it takes all, it takes all day... Um, get as drunk as you like yeah for, for like but just over yeah and also drinking. in these days of um, in these days of uh, roads must fall and BLM and all that it is a reminder that you know what was that what the hell was that something up oh it was the post Right. Um, <laughs> you see, life is quite quiet. So quiet it? in this album. Oh my god, fucking hell! Um, what's coming? I mean, in, in theory, shouldn't we? Shouldn't we go be going to India and being thrashed at Kabaddi? I mean, you're not. This is not for your column, but <laughs> shouldn't shouldn't they? Shouldn't we be? Shouldn't we be absorbing there? No. No. Okay, fine. Leave that out. Um, uh, no, I think that's. I think that's great. I think you can. You can do. There are endless, endless ways to be funny about how you behave. You know, my guide to cricket. Here's how you behave. Uh, at cricket this is what it all means uh, the only thing you need to know is what is an LBW and what's a night watchman in order to be a, just a total expert on cricket oh, sorry don't say anything mean about me that I'm going to discover on You've been listening to Giles Corran Has No Idea with me, Giles Corran. And me, Esther Walker. It's a Wireless Studios production for The Times, produced by Ben Mitchell. You can listen to us on The Times radio app or download from wherever you get your podcasts. To find out what I wrote about in the end, you can pick up a copy of The Times or get a digital subscription. And for the full live experience, tune into my show on Times Radio every Friday from 1 till 4. Imperfect with Rachel Sylvester and Alice Thompson, a weekly series of in-depth interviews with high-profile figures examining how overcoming the challenges of their early lives shaped the people they've become. This week, ex-Special Forces soldier and best-selling novelist Andy McNabb talks candidly about growing up with his adopted family, his time in juvenile detention, and how he finally found his home in the British Army. You're responsible for yourself, whether you're a six-year-old or whether you're a 96-year-old, you're responsible for yourself. So, suck it all up and just get out there past imperfect with rachel sylvester and alice thompson andy mcnab in his own words 
now available as a podcast. Listen on the Times Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.